This internet broadcast was prepared for release on August 16th, 2022, the 63rd anniversary of the death of Wanda Landowska at her house, Oak Knoll, 63 Milliton Road, in Lakeville, Connecticut, the house in which she lived for the last ten years of her life. Greetings. This is Terry Noeltow, and this extended Internet broadcast is made possible by the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, a not-for-profit entity in the state of Connecticut, and its charismatic, charming, and persuasive executive director, Lin Yen. Wanda Landowska was Polish by birth, but for much of her life she lived at Saint-Leu-la-Forêt, a Parisian suburb, in a house behind which there was a bespoke-built recital hall that she used to present performances of early music. The invasion by the Nazis in 1940 compelled that she, who was ethnically Jewish, flee for her life. She went first through the south of France, through Spain, to Portugal, and managed to secure passage on the American Export Lines liner, the Exeter, which brought her to New York City and Ellis Island in December of 1940. She was admitted to the United States, and she remained a resident of the United States for the rest of her life. For a number of years, she lived in apartments in Manhattan, New York City, and spent her summers in the country. In 1949, however, she decided to settle in the country permanently, and she leased a large colonial-style house called Oak Knoll at 63 Milliton Road in Lakeville, Connecticut. Oak Knoll, high on the hill, overlooks the lake, which has a jaw-breaking Native American name that I have always been totally unable to pronounce and therefore won't try to do so now. Madame Landowska, her longtime companion and, if you will, housekeeper, Elsa Schunicke, and her pupil, devoted amanuensis, and, in essence, surrogate daughter, Denise Restu, settled there late in 1949. If I had access to Denise's diaries, which are now in the Landowska legacy that Denise bequeathed to the Library of Congress, 
I would be able to give you a precise date. Earlier in 1949, Landowska had undertaken the project of recording what we call Books 1 and 2 of The Well-Tempered Clavier, BWV 846-893, through by Johann Sebastian Bach. She had recorded the first eight Preludes and Fugues, which comprised the repertory on the first of the six LPs comprising the entire work that were published on essentially an annual basis until the project was completed in 1954. Let me begin this broadcast with that first LP, or the contents thereof, which were recorded on the Playel harpsichord that was Madame Landowska's chosen instrument in the recording studios that RCA Victor then maintained on East 24th Street in Manhattan in New York City. The preludes and fugues are numbers 1 in C major, 2 in C minor, 3 in C sharp major, 4 in C sharp minor, 5 in D major, 6 in D minor, 7 in E flat major, and number 8, which Bach deliberately lays out enharmonically. The prelude is in E flat minor, the fugue is in the enharmonic equivalent of D sharp minor. I also would like to make one further observation about these performances, and that observation concerns the fugue to Prelude and Fugue number 1 in C. Those of you who know the piece will notice instantly that the subject of the fugue is not presented in its familiar form, but rather in its earliest form. Landowska noticed in studying a facsimile of the 1722 autograph of Das Wohltemperierte Klavier, what we call Book One of the Wohltempered Klavier, that the music had been carefully altered by Bach from an eighth and two-sixteenth notes to a dotted eighth and two-thirty-seconds. She chose to play and record that earlier version of the fugue to Prelude and Fugue number 1 in C.
The Preludes and Fugues, numbers 1 through 8, from Das Wohltemperierte Klavier, what we call Book 1 of the Well-Tempered Klavier, by Johann Sebastian Bach, BWV 846-853. through 853. at her Playel Grand Harpsichord, recorded in Studio B at the RCA Victor Recording Studios on East 24th Street in New York City. The recordings were made in March of 1949, and therein lies the rub. The rub, of course, was Landowska's decision to settle in Lakeville at Oak Knoll. A playel harpsichord is in size and weight the equivalent of a concert grand piano. Moving one is not a simple proposition and therefore becomes costly. So, RCA had to confront the problem. And Landowska was too important an artist and one whose recordings sold well and were making significant income for the classical side of RCA, RCA Victor, that they had to decide how to deal with the problem. Were they going to move Landowska's Playel back and forth from Lakeville to East 24th Street whenever she wanted to record? Or were they going to install recording equipment in Lakeville on, if you will, a permanent basis. Now, in 2022, when you can make a professional recording using a device that's smaller than a paperback book, you say, what's the issue? Well, in those days, the open real tape machines were, to put it politely, bulky, and they were heavy. RCA vacillated about taking the plunge. If only we knew how recordings made in Landowska's music room at Oak Knoll were to sound. Solution. There was an engineer slash independent record company owner named Robert E. Blake. He had a label called REB Editions and he took the equipment to recording venues. The artists did not come to him. 
significant amongst the handful of releases that appeared before his premature and sudden death are a series of recordings of music by Heinrich Schütz made by the cantata singers and Arthur Mendel. Well, Mr. Blake took his equipment to Lakeville to make a recording. Wanda Landowska was not the performer, however. Contractual limitations and all that sort of stuff, you know. So, Denise Restu was deputized to make a recording. And this recording is the only commercial recording she ever made. And after you've heard it, you say, if only there were more. There aren't, with the exception of one private recording of her playing La Frescobalda by Girolamo Frescobaldi. Denise devoted her life to Landowska, first being a companion, pupil, amanuensis, and then as the preserver of the extensive legacy and all the ephemera associated with it. But, as my beloved father used to say, 40% of something is better than 100% of nothing. So, before we go on, let us have that recording that convinced RCA Victor that it was worth taking equipment to Lakeville and leaving it there so that Vanda Landowska could record at home. Denise recorded two suites by Johann Sebastian Bach. First, the English suite number four in F major, BWV 809. Of course, she is playing one of Landowska's harpsichord playels.
Johann Sebastian Bach, the English Suite Number no. 4 in F Major, BWV 809, recorded in the Music Room at Oak Knoll on Wanda Landowska's harpsichord Playel by her pupil, amanuensis, and surrogate daughter, Denise Restu. And as you heard, Denise caught an excellent case of Landowska-itis. It's almost impossible to tell her playing from Landowska's playing. By the way, Landowska had nicknames for everybody and asked anyone that she became close to to call her Mamuja. And Denise once said to me, Terry, you are authorized to refer to Vandalandowska as Mamuja. So if I slip and refer to Mamuja, you know why. Now, that all-important test record that was made to convince RCA Victor Red Seal that it was worth keeping recording equipment permanently at Oak Knoll also contains an exquisite performance by Denise Restu of the French suite number two in C minor BWV eight one three.
Denise Restu playing Vanda Landowska's harpsichord playel, recorded in the music room at Oak Knoll in Lakeville, Connecticut, in December of 1950. Johann Sebastian Bach, the French suite number two in C minor, BWV 813. The recordings that Denise Restu made at Oak Knoll were enough, as I said, to convince RCA Victor that it was worth keeping equipment in situ at Oak Knoll and for the rest of her life Vanda Landowska recorded commercially nowhere other than Oak Knoll. I suspect, but I have no way of verifying at this point, that Jack Pfeiffer and at least one of the engineers with whom he worked were at Oak Knoll when Mr. Blake came to record Denise, and they saw and heard at once that it was viable, and they wasted no time. In February of 1951, they went back to Oak Knoll and they set up shop. They recorded Preludes and Fugues numbers 9 through 24 during those sessions in February of 1951. Numbers 9 through 16 were issued on a single LP in 1951, and 17 through 24 appeared in 1952. I propose to share Preludes and Fugues numbers 9 through 24 with you without a break after number 16. For the sake of completeness, Prelude and Fugue number 9 in E major. Prelude and Fugue number 10 in E minor. Prelude and Fugue number 11 in F major. Prelude and Fugue number 12 in F minor. Prelude and Fugue number 13 in F sharp major. Prelude and Fugue number 14 in F sharp minor. Prelude and Fugue number 15 in G major. Prelude and Fugue number 16 in G minor. Prelude and Fugue number 17 in A flat major. Prelude and Fugue number 18 in G sharp minor. Prelude and Fugue number 19 in A major. Prelude and Fugue number 20 in A minor. Prelude and Fugue number 21 in B flat major. Prelude and Fugue number 22 in B flat minor. Prelude and Fugue number 23 in B major. And finally, Prelude and Fugue number 24 in B minor. I would like to make an observation about Prelude and Fugue number 20 in A minor. Wanda Landowska did not like the sound of the jacks that plucked the strings of a harpsichord 
going back to the keybed after a chord was released. As a result, that was edited out of the Grande Pausa in the A minor fugue. The edit is noticeable, and despite what I know were the yeoman efforts of her producer, Jack Pfeiffer, and his digital engineers many years later, they were not able to effectively smooth that edit over. I made a suggestion about dubbing in the sound of the jacks, which was politely but firmly rejected, because Mamuja would not have wanted it. So, here, without further ado, the Prelude and Fugues numbers 9 through 24 from Das Wohltemperierte Klavier, what we call Book 1 of the Well-Tempered Klavier by Johann Sebastian Bach. Wanda Landowska recorded at her Playel harpsichord in the music room of Oak Knoll, 63 Millerton Road, Lakeville, Connecticut, in February of 1951.
Johann Sebastian Bach, Preludes and Fugues, Numbers 9 through 24, from Das Wohltemperierte Klavier, what we call the first book of the Well-Tempered Clavier. The harpsichordist was the late great Wanda Landowska, who was born on July 5, 1879, and died on August 16, 1959. The recordings were made in the music room of Oak Knoll at 63 Millerton Road, Lakeville, Connecticut, the house in which Wanda Landowska lived for the last ten years of her life and in which she died on August 16, 1959. 